What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backyard Studio Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Pearl, and today is episode three, and we have a special guest. That is Raymond Keen, kitchen step bartender of Jersey City. Today, he is going to talk to us about everything from his time at the Aviary, one of the highest end bars in the entire world, located in Chicago, where the cocktails are things you can't even imagine. He's going to tell us a little bit about that, and somehow we ended up talking about the scariest things that exist on the bottom of the ocean, what would happen if there was a no-rules purge island, creepy Santa Clauses, and what it's like to grow up bullied in high school and how it affects you today. Tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, and enjoy. It's kind of cool, right? Yeah, I'm excited. You wouldn't want to have uh, one of these in your house? Just the whole setup and uh, yeah, I mean it's it's it seems very. Uh, I mean I'm very very technologically not inclined. Although I have a lot of gadgets usually around me, this it seems pretty straightforward. If it's just this, it's the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. I mean, we're talking. You put a memory card in and you hit record. That's it. You don't even need a laptop. It's all, oh, that's nice. It just goes oh, it's all it's all in there. It's all in there. You take the card out it's and all you just, in the computer. Then it's in the computer. <laughs> it's inside the computer. Um, someone like you who. Is a bartender mm-hmm. and makes. I should just. I should introduce you. Sure. It should. It should go like, "Welcome to the backyard studio today." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah 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 blah. But um, Raymond Keen. Yes. Mixologist, bartender, beverage director. Right. Am I getting I, these titles right? Yeah. I mean, the the mixologist and the whole like beverage, you know, director thing. I feel like a lot of those are like I'm a bartender. You're a bartender. I. I. A lot of people. You know, say like, oh, it's like you're fancier than I'm like, I'm, I'm, it's like, what do I do? I I make a drink and I talk to a guest and give them a social interaction. That's a bartender. So like, is, so say, yeah. So when when you hear mixologist, is that just like when you hear someone's a senior vice president and they're really just in sales? More here. I actually like, I always like when people are like, oh, like they're not a bartender. They're a mixologist. I'm like, if you go to a doctor and he's a really, really good doctor. Is there another word for him, or is he still just a doctor? He's and just, they're he's like, a doctor. he's still a doctor. He's a and doctor. I'm like, That's a good point. Yeah, I'm like, you know, yes, I take a lot of pride in what I do, and I, you know, care about everything that I do. But I'm a bartender. Got it. That's <laughs> so. Doctor Raymond Keen <laughs> is a great bartender at Kitchen Step in Jersey City. Yeah. Yes. We are seven months in to the pandemic of 2020. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sitting down with you to find out how you've been and what you're doing. And you were nice enough to make us each a drink. I noticed you made yourself something different than yes. what you made me. <laughs> what are you drinking? I I am I am a very, very straightforward person. When I when I drink, I usually it's just like a beer and a shot. I don't although this well, isn't a shot. I didn't know this, this is, about you. Oh yeah, no, and that's 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 the funniest thing. A lot of people when I go out with them, especially I mean not that I like go out with a lot of people, but when I do go out Especially I've gone to certain bars and like the bartender will look at me and be like, I know, like, not to like sound like, oh, I'm so cool. Like they know me, but they're like, okay, he works here. Like I know of like what he does. He's going to order something like ridiculous. And I'm like, do you have Hennessy? And most of the time they give me a weird look just because I ask for Hennessy. But um, they're like, yeah. And I'm like that in a cup. And they're like, oh, that's it. And I'm like, yeah. So you who like, you like the simple stuff. Yeah. Straightforward. And yes. yet then you still have to come up with all these cocktails, which means that you have to try them. So you're trying all the stuff that you don't 
typically like? Well, no, no, no. It's not that I don't like it. It's just, you know, I, you know, I know the cocktail tastes, you know, well-balanced. You know, I'll, I always taste when I, you know, make them and yeah. you know, make sure that they're, like, right for the guest. But if I'm just drinking personally, I'm, I'm not going to, like... Oh, I'm going to make a thing with like six ingredients and like a fancy ice cube. I'm just not. Dude, you're the guy who in the movies goes up to the bar and says three beers. Yes. It doesn't even say what they are. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. And just very. whatever it is, that's uh -huh. that's the beer. Yep. Like it, here, actually, I, I, I will I will give a shout out to Pet Shop because I'll just walk in there and just be like, can of beer. And like they'll always just give me something. I'm like perfect. And no matter what, no matter what, yeah. Oh, so you're 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 easy when it comes to stuff like I'm that. I'm super easy. I hate absolutely hate like fuss just generally like if right. someone's fussy i that's not my i teeter like with my whole family yeah that well, i mean my thankfully my family is very very calm people because i mean like on my best day i am like riddled with anxiety most of the time so it's it's like a balance Are you really? oh my god yeah. is that a, is that a ray thing or is that a, because of the job you have that's a ray thing and, and oh, you like chose 100%. to be in the in the customer service, deal with people when they're drunk, yeah, or heartbroken or angry. Oh yeah, or I, loud. Loud so, as always. I mean, I don't actually don't know how you got into this whole thing. Uh, well, I started as a chef. I was in the kitchen originally, and I didn't know that. that yeah, I started as a pastry chef. Um, and after a while of being in the kitchen, the kitchen's rough. The kitchen's a rough, you know, environment to be in. It's super, super high stress. So in the beginning, I was like, I'm going to thrive in this situation because I'm like stressed out all the time. And then I just realized like after years, like I did, it wasn't like I like, oh, I did this for like a couple of months and quit. I was like in the kitchen for like five years. What kind of kid? Are we talking like, uh, like one of those? Yes, yeah, chef. Yes, yeah, yeah, chef. Or yeah, is it just like yeah. meat fries, table six? No, no, no. Very much. No, very much like militant, like Michelin star, like, yes, chef. Like, if your apron was dirty, you got shit for it. Like, if you Holy were just shit, dirty dude. in general, they would, like, ride you, like, ride you real bad. Where'd you work? Can you say where you worked? Are you ashamed? No. Are, you, ashamed are you concerned that the, that army sergeant's going to come after you? No, 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 no. I mean, the, the you know, uh, probably the, the most recent, before I got into bartending, uh, was at a aviary. That's what got me into like the bartending. See, I knew that. I thought you were a bartender there, like the whole well, time. I didn't know you cooked there. It's well, it's when I went there to start, I was helping with the food just because they needed somebody. But after like a week, they fired this guy, and they were like, "You want like whoa?" Because it's just like you're a drink maker there. You're not a bartender. You don't talk to people. It's like being in a kitchen. That's how they run it. That's how the bar is. That's the, the bar. The bar, program. yeah. It's like you're behind, like the one in Chicago. I mean, the one in New York, you, there's like they're behind a window. But like the one in Chicago, it's like it's literally that's why it's called the aviary. It's like a birdcage. It's this giant metal grate. What's the what's the thought behind that? Is the idea that your job is it's not a bar? To... It's a bar that's run like a, like a kitchen. That was their idea. There's an there's an there's somebody who calls the orders. Yeah. And there's four drink makers and there's twenty drinks on the menu each drink maker is responsible for five drinks on the menu so That's there's like wild yeah no i mean it's it's exactly like working in a kitchen like if you work the fish station if someone's like oh i need a kale caesar salad like you don't go okay and then like you do it too no right. like it's never it's the most efficient and who's the expert right yeah but usually the like like when i was there there was this girl stephanie who worked there she was like lightning fast and they gave her like the complicated drinks because they knew she would just be like do 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 and just like bang them out wow 
I, I'm still trying to figure out what's the what's the reason behind that. Is it that because the I, level I, of experience you can give, right? But isn't like some of the best parts about being a bartender that you that you're a person who who can talk to people. I mean, I make their day better. You know, I I I mean, learned about myself that I was personable, which was also. I mean, you work in the kitchen, you just think you're like, wow, I'm like a little troll in the back. Like no one's gonna, you know. Yeah. It was hard to, you know, you're around the same people every day for like 16 to 18 hours. You, 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 you develop this weird, uh, like social subsect in the, in the kitchen where like, there's the cool guy. And then like the one that no one really talks to, or the one that everybody picks on or like, I know what you mean. Cause my first, like first real job, I think the one I was at for a while, I was 18. I worked at Red Lobster. And I mean, my, I couldn't even drink yet, right? My but first job was Chuck E. Cheese. Was it Chuck E. Cheese? I was Chucky. What do you mean you were Chuck? You were in the costume? Yeah, like people like, here, people think I'm joking when I say that. I tell it to people all the time. I've and they're never like, oh, been. <laughs> I've never been to Chuck E. Cheese. I just sell the commercials. I didn't know there was someone in the actual thing. I thought it was just well, the logo. <laughs> weirdly enough, there is, uh, there's like an animatronic Chucky. Mm -hmm. And then when there's like a birthday, you, there's someone that puts on the Chucky suit. And I was that person. And it's crazy the amount of rules. You're not allowed to talk because Chucky has his own voice. You're not allowed to sign any autographs because Chucky has a specific, you know, That's trademark that autograph. Um, the craziest one was you were never allowed to approach a child, <laughs> which was crazy because you're like, you're Chucky. You're like, Chucky. You're supposed to be like, like the life of the party. But... You took like one step at some of these kids and it was like. Oh, because they would start crying? Oh my God, they would have tantrums. And I mean, you know, the parents understood like I wasn't trying to like, you know, maul their child or something. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah. it's a creepy it thing. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I thought about it. I bet it, like, Santa too. does that. You know, if Santa got up out of his chair and came at you, you'd, you'd be. I oh. never, I never had my, my picture taken with Santa as a little kid. I hated it. Really? I would never do it. My mom, my mom and dad knew that it was just because you were you were scared of Santa, or because you thought this is dumb. That just shit. Oh, can I curse? You can do whatever you want. All right, I was gonna say that that kind of shit makes me made always made me really uncomfortable. That's why I'm like when I'm like, oh, I'm riddled with anxiety, and you're like, oh, is that a right thing? I'm like, oh yeah, like when I was a child, uncomfortable because you're like, like I don't know who the hell that is. Who's this old man? I never here. I also never even when I was like, Santa's real. Like Santa gave me all this shit. Like Santa's the best thing ever. I never believed like. That was Santa. I was like, that's, I don't buy it. I know that's what funny. that is. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, I still just don't want to sit on his lap. Because it's like, you're right. You don't know this guy. Like, I got family members who've given me presents. I don't then go sit on their lap. Yeah. No, I would I never would. sit on their lap. It's, it's weird. <clears throat> so now you got the strange, random dude. Yeah. He's got, you know, hundreds yeah, of I don't know who the hell that is. Also, kid. like, yeah, exactly. Like, you see, like, all the other, the, just that line in general was stressful, too. Mm -hmm. Like, you see that big-ass line, a bunch of kids screaming already. That's just nonsense, you know? Yeah, I, I experienced it this, this past year for the first time. I went with uh, my girlfriend's family. My girlfriend's uh, sister-in-law, her uncle or her family friend is the Santa from the Macy's Parade. He's been Santa for like 30 years. He's the guy, who, you know, ho, ho, ho from right, the float. Well, I mean, he's on a parade. And like thousands of people line up for this guy. And we were yeah. like, we got to skip the line like <laughs> Six Flags style. And it was kind of cool. You went in and this guy really believes he's Santa. I mean, he. Oh, he, I mean, he plays the part. Yeah. He, the way he spoke, the cadence, <clears throat> it was, it was, you kind of forgot for a second that this is bullshit. 
and the kids are just looking at him yeah. like he's like he's Jesus or something. Yeah, I mean you're you're the you're the Macy's Santa. It was I mean, cool. That's like that's like being like I'm the the like the Coca Cola polar bear. Yeah, like the, like I mean I guess that's not really the best comparison, but like you're like that means something. But it's funny because if I remember right. You go, you go through the line, and you get into the behind-the-scenes thing, and he's in this like little room that's designed like a, you know, like a fireplace room. You yeah, know? yeah. But there's like I think five more of those rooms with other Santas to make the line go faster. Yeah, of course. Right. So it's also kind of weird that there's like these five dudes all they, pretending to be the same person. They all, you think they all like sit in these lunch together? Yeah, they probably talk a lot of shit. Dude, I had this one kid, man, pissed on me. Oh know? yeah, probably. Or, you know, I, yeah, like, they I'm def- sick yeah. and tired. It's of probably this. so weird though that they do sit together. Then they make the elves sit at the other table. Like they're just like yeah, it's like little up. clicks in high school. Or like who knows if one Santa's 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 been drinking a lot. I could tell. I smell whiskey on Santa's breath. <sighs> yeah, I mean, isn't that a, like I feel like that's just such a stereotypical like mall Santa. Like, oh look at the drunk. But yeah. if you th- <laughs> if you think about just how comfortable, like there's even a movie, like Billy Bob Thornton literally personified yeah. that idea. And people are like, Oh yeah, just you know. My child, yeah, the like, you know, oh yeah, just go sit on this drunkard's lap. Yeah, it's and, like, funny. Tell him what I'm gonna get you for Christmas. It's, it's like it's, it's, it's weird. An insane. It's an insane it's idea weird. that people are just so comfortable with. People also keep forgetting that's he's doing something the other eleven months of the year. Yeah, that guy could be anything. Yep, that guy could be anything. Could, yeah, he could have heads in his freezer. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know. That guy could be America's most wanted and True. You know, he just or, puts on the mask, his the beard so he can hide in plain sight. Or he might be, you know, like Michael Bublé that literally only works one month. Like once December hits, Michael Bublé just kicks in. I wonder like, that's I'm, a good point. I wonder if how much does Santa gets paid? Is it twelve cannot, twelve dollars an hour at the mall? I or? cannot imagine they get paid very well. No, but he still do it. And, and it's I can't like, imagine the auditions for that role. They probably just the most do Santa? like a quick background check. Can you fit in the suit? What's your, are you are you available? Yeah, like, are you gonna call yeah, out sick exactly. a lot? Yeah, like are you part time or full time? Yeah, sick? are you a drunk? <laughs> yeah. They probably <laughs> have to ask that. Test. Yeah, have you ever touched kids? That's probably a big. That's one. That's probably a big one. The background check. I mean, it's probably a quick background yeah. check. You ever been arrested for like a crime? Yeah, a severe one anyway. And then he has to explain. Oh, well, it wasn't what you thought it was. It was it was a mistake. It was a crime. I, I didn't mean you know the it whole was a me crime not. I'm a passion that I drowned those kids. Yeah, yeah, I, will, yeah. I know I'm not supposed to be near a school, but it was a misunderstanding, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. <laughs> Is the mall near a school? Yeah, malls are usually near schools. I feel like I used to go hang out at the mall. That was like what you would. Do. I don't know if I you mean, did I that, didn't, but I didn't. I mean, this is good. Thank what you. am I drinking here? Uh, that that's actually it's like a, a a hybrid of two of the drinks that we have available at Kitchen Step right now. It's a tequila, pineapple, green tea, and uh, it's on a strawberry ice cube. Dude, you know me so well. Um, I love tequila. The the watermelon ice cube. Strawberry ice cube. Sorry. Strawberry ice. Did cube. I say watermelon? It was strawberry no, I ice think, cube. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know what you said, but either way, strawberry ice cube. It's awesome. Thank you. It changes the flavor as it melts. Yeah. I don't that's, people, that's, that's some aviary, aviary shit, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, that that idea is, yeah, straight from my experience in the aviary. Because I just, I always thought it, like, when they originally told me, like, what they were doing, I was like, okay. And they were like, the whole idea is it's going to be a margarita, like, on the rocks. And I was like, all right. And I was, like, waiting for the big, like, Oz moment. Like, okay. And I was like, well, okay. Like, I almost wanted to be like, well, what makes that special? Because, like, I'm looking at the recipe, and I'm like, it's a pretty much just a margarita. Yeah. They put a little bit of, like, saline in it to kind of boost, like, the tequila flavor. But, like, nothing, like, completely out of the ordinary. And they were like, it's on chili ice cubes. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, why? 
because I was just, I mean, not like arrogantly, but like I would always just be like, well, like, why are you doing this this way? Or like, why are you, which aggravated the fuck out of some people, but like right. the, the good ones that, you know, I always liked and looked up to, they were always like, yo, like, we do it this way for this reason, but sorry. Um, the reason with the flavored ice cube is rather than like, if most of the time, if, especially if you're like sitting outside, you were like, if you've gone down the shore and you order like a margarita, it's so like freaking hot outside in seconds, the ice is just water, and it's, like, kind of nasty. Yeah. The whole idea behind it is, like, rather than just adding water, it adds a flavor. It's really cool. It makes you drink better over time, not yeah. less. And um, it's good. Thank you. There's a lot of bad margaritas out there. A lot of sugary, syrupy margaritas think, out there, and this is, like, fresh. I, I think a lot of greens. times people don't realize, like, you, you don't have to just, like – Oh, if it's like too strong, you don't just like add sugar. I think that's where most people kind of like veer weird and why a lot of drinks are like sugary or like mm -hmm. super syrupy. Cause they're just like, oh, I can, it's like, it's not, you know, it's too boozy and they just like add more sugar. And you taste it and you're like, well, this is just kind of gross. Yeah, it's not a good way to solve anything is add sugar to it. Yeah, I mean, you should, you know. Especially if you're having several. Yeah, no, I mean, no. that's like hangover central. This right is there. so cool. So this is an aviary education yeah. drink, inspired 100%, drink. Yeah. Now, if if someone wants a classic cocktail, it isn't one of your five. They just ask for it and one of you pick it up. Oh, oh, at the aviary? Yeah. No. Oh, you can't order an old fashioned mm, if it's not on the menu. No. Wow. Ever, it was you you were given what was we're not here, I shouldn't say like you were given, but like your only options were the menu. So it's it's probably the most expensive. For cocktails, and yet you have the least. Oh, one hundred percent! It was the most. Here, I mean, there were there were other bars in, especially in Chicago, that were like more expensive in like the relative experience, but like price per cocktail. I mean, triple what some places were charging. Like a thirty dollar drink. Oh my god, absolutely! Yeah, we, they used to do a black truffle martini, and it was thirty two dollars. That's insane. But that's a, like, that's a steak at most places. Yeah. And the, the, also the craziest one, I mean, they definitely expanded, how, like, how they do the food. But when I was there, when it first opened, they did what was just called bites. And it was literally, like, nothing yeah. was anything more than, like, two bites. And they'd be, like, six or seven bucks a bite. And, like, people would just keep ordering them. And, or, and I would just be like, this is insane. Like, some of the checkout, like... Some of the checks for like two people, it'd be like six hundred fifty dollars, and I'd be like, "What the hell?" That's insane. And like, it would be like four or five drinks, you know, seven or eight bites, and I'm like, "Like, it was it was just wild." But people, it was just such a draw. And I mean, the restaurant that owns it, Alinea, that's like oh, considered I know one of the Grand Grand Shots. Yeah, yeah. I, saw yeah. Chef's I mean, table. that's considered one of the you know best restaurants in the world. So hearing that they're opening up that level of cocktail bar, I mean, mm. now it makes sense. Now it's a name. Yeah, I mean, you needed reservations to go to a cocktail bar. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Now, why did you leave? I know you said that the the kitchen was kind of an anxiety nightmare. But, yeah. But then you now you're a bartender. Yes. You're doing that thing that you're doing now. Yes. So you clearly like it. Yeah. So why'd you leave? Uh, why did I become a bartender? Well, why Why did you? I shouldn't even say leave. The aviary, why leave that kind of world of bartending and do kitchen step at Jersey City? Uh, I get or to do. Patello or, you know. I have 100% creative freedom here. Makes which, a big difference. 
Yeah. And I mean, at a certain point, especially in companies like that, like you, you hit like, um, like you hit like a level where like, you're not going to also the, the, you don't get paid very well in places like that. In the aviary. Yeah. No, I mean like they didn't, yeah, they weren't so $600 check. It's not like 20%. Oh no. Gratuity is automatically added and it goes to the house. If the, like, I don't the, get it. I don't get it. It seems backwards. Also, I mean, I did get to say that I was at the aviary, and I did learn a tremendous so it's, amount. So it's almost like school. It's like an education. Yeah, absolutely. And if you, you work in any of those super, super fancy restaurants, you're not going to get paid well. And, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate, but, you, I mean, what you can learn. I mean, everything I know I learned from being in restaurants. I didn't learn it from school. I never thought about it like that, that, you, that, a, that someone in, a, in the bartending world would work somewhere where it's where tips are not the number one thing it's an education yeah. in bartending you know yeah. um but i mean if if you look at especially like the original like crew and a half like when you know the original crew that opened it and then like a couple of them left but then like you know the ones they rehired mm -hmm. you can look up all of their names and every single one of them are running a bar somewhere now that's myself included yeah like wow. that's that so that's how it works that's yeah, why that's i got why to valuable. i you know i got you know i went to the school of hard knocks in the alinea group and you know it's tough and you know i yeah. cried and it's it's it sucks do you remember what a bad day was like yeah oh, you definitely remember but i remember a bad all. day it's like a piece it's like a ptsd thing are there the good days or is it just bad oh days? yeah there's good no, days there's there there are and it's it's also, especially like when you have a good day or here, I shouldn't even say like a good day because it, it especially in kitchens like that, like it's, it's a, it's a roller coaster. It's an up and down. You can, you can be the, you know, on top of the world at nine o'clock and at nine forty-five, you're, everyone looks at you and they're like, we wish you were dead and you didn't show up today. Um, good service, a good service. Like weirdly enough, you felt like you like really like accomplished something i never felt like that at red lobster no i know but what i did feel was the whole the staff was like that's like your crew yeah everyone got like i wouldn't say everyone got along but you were kind of this behind the scene friends you're yeah. all in it together mm -hmm. you know if, if someone's having a bad day or something you know or if a table was a nightmare, everyone automatically was like, oh, well, help the, you out. In the kitchen, especially at really, really high-end places, the whole, like, I got your back, man, is, is not a thing either. Not a thing. Everyone's out no. for blood. Oh, my working God. Working their way up. Yep. They'll turn your shit up. They'll turn wow. your timer off. Ooh, get out of here. Oh. Really? Yeah, dude. Are they you sabotage each other? Yeah, dude. They'll f I mean, they say they'll fuck with you. You know, here, here, you know, like in like NASCAR, it's like, oh, I didn't hit you. I rubbed you. Like, I mean, not that I like, I really hate that I just used a NASCAR reference, but like, you, it's not like they'll be like, well, you should have been paying attention. I would not That's, think it's house of cards in the kitchen. Oh my God. Because what, what, what was the idea? I work, I work fish and you work kale and, and the person who's working kale, who's working the salad wants the fish is that the idea and they like yeah. try to knock the, that piece uh -huh. off the board yeah dude that's so messed because especially in places like that they make you learn all the stations so if you fuck up it's like okay hey. is there a training crazy training oh period? well i hear i shouldn't say training period it's more of like they throw you in the deep end and they see if you sink 
Like yeah. here, like I, like I shit you not. Like there, there, every, every kitchen I worked in. Cause I mean, I, you know, I worked in good ones. So, I mean, it was probably just where, where I, but just that level that everybody was at. But like, I always like said, you know, most places they're like, if they see you, like the water starts to build, they'll help you out and like get you, you know, help. They won't let you drown. Mm -hmm. Well, they'll never let you drown either, but they'll like, let the water get like right to the point where they know you're not going to be able to take another breath. And then they yank you it out. It sounds like such a specific kind of person would, would, would thrive. Bullies. Yeah. Or, yeah. or people who, um, aggressive people who aren't good with other people. Yeah, that's why. But are but are perfectionists about something? Yes, that's. What, but no, that's why I say that's why sometimes like they're that's not all. Not I mean I'm I'm not I'm not you know trying to paint with a broad stroke here and say all chefs are like that. You know they're they're really not. Right. There are some amazing human beings out there who you know take just as much pride, but you know they don't yeah. run their kitchens like army boot camps where everyone's trying to fuck with you and like. Yeah, you know. I mean it's a world I didn't even know about. Yeah, until just now it's crazy. That was a big reason. Yeah. Why you left. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it sucks, man. I know you're someone who has a lot of ideas. Always. My mind, my mind races like a, like a greyhound, I say sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you found that COVID, seven months of COVID has been a, an incubation period for your ideas and been good? Or has it been like, this fucking sucks, man. I want to be a kitchen step doing what I do. I will say I was grateful for the the i guess the time off because just the way that i've worked since i started in restaurants you know it's it's you know 80 hour weeks you don't you work on holidays you work on your birthday you don't have fridays and saturday nights off it's just kind of like you just get used to that being in this world so i mean regardless of not being able to leave your house which was kind of like that it was kind of weird for me but the just the time to kind of just kind of reset my mind I feel was super helpful um definitely with the creativity part there were some days where I was like I felt like you know like I could like run through a wall because I just wanted to go and just like do a bunch of stuff yeah and you can't and you and I couldn't so, so it was just like you know there are people who always want to open a bar mm -hmm. people who've always want to do a number of things yes um do you think it's a bad idea now? Because things like this can happen in a, in a restaurant and a bar, which it doesn't usually work most of the case, most um, of the times. I mean, I would sadly say, I mean, right now, I just think it would be a bad idea to open up a business at all. Really? Just kind of like What about a business that adapts? Like I if, mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, here, similar to, I mean, you know, the idea of like, uh, you ever like, if you like hear about like those like old school, like automats, where it's like a contactless restaurant, or I mean, there's, I mean, there's been decades in where restaurants, I don't it's called an autom I mean, it was something like, I think it was like the fifties and sixties where like you went in and you just like put money in and it like opened a window and you just like took the sandwich out. It was like a con, it was like a contactless restaurant way back when. But it was a restaurant? Yeah, it was a restaurant. And I mean, you, I mean, you look at Japan, I mean, they have, you know, Japan has like the the most gangster like vending machine culture. Like you can walk the streets of Japan and get like top notch ingredients and go home and like cook a meal. I've never been there, but I've never I didn't know that. that you can, I shit you not, man. There are entire YouTube channels dedicated to like look what I made for lunch out of vending machines cuz I live in Japan. 
it's insane. And they've had contactless restaurants since the 80s. I mean, what's like an example of a of a of an ingredient in a vending machine you can get there that's that's you can't that uh, a loaf amazing. of foie gras. You can get duck eggs that have like a hatched time. Like I shit you not like in a you, vending machine. Yeah, in a vending because they, I mean that I mean that country is just like so clean anyway. But like they take it, they're like they're very well taken yeah. care of. It's not like you know you walk down the street and there's like a hole kicked in the coke machine because it's just outside and like no one gives a shit about it. Like yeah, you you can legitimately like go grocery shopping at a vending machine. That's there. crazy. Well, I imagine it's probably everything's made better because there's no way there's eggs in there and you put the dollar and it just. The little ring spins, and then it falls out and it crashes in the bottom, and you region. No, right? it's like they, they come eggs. in like little nets, and it like brings it to one, you. It's you know you ever see like the I don't know like it looks like a little tr- like it looks like a little box, but it like goes up and grabs it, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. like brings it down. It's it in like ju- games. Yeah, you know, it doesn't just like let it in. drop. It like grabs it for and brings you. it in. I've, yeah. some, I've only seen that with uh, drinks once. It was like the bottle would come and it would slide across. And yeah, they come in like the like the Vouv machines. They put in like bougie ass hotels. The yes, Vuv, the Vouv vending that. machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you That's mean. It's such like a water club thing in Atlantic City. Like, she's so so. You have you you've been to Japan? No, but I mean I've watched YouTube. Oh, so <laughs> have you? So do you wish you went anywhere during this time? I know if it, without the whole. What do you mean? Like, going, do you wish like I went? Like, do you, do I wish I traveled? No. Yeah. Do you wish you maybe took this time to go, to go maybe somewhere. go somewhere? You travel anywhere. Anywhere? Where, it? where is it? Where are we going to, where would I go? I don't know. Woods. Oh, I mean like. Anything. Get uh, out of town. Um, I mean, sadly, I mean, I wasn't able to like see my family, which mm-hmm. kind of sucked. Cause I mean, you know, you gotta like quarantine yourself. So, yeah. you know, nobody could have gotten sick, which none of my family has, thank God. So, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I probably just would have gone like home. Like my hometown. Where's your hometown? Leonardo or Middletown, more so. New Jersey. New Jersey. Oh, I didn't know you were from here. How, how, wait, you were at the Aviary in New York. No, in Chicago. You were. So how did that happen? How'd my aunt lives there? out there. Like I had a place to stay. Like it wasn't like you're I not just, from there. I, I thought no, you, no, you no. were from there. Jersey. I'm from Jersey. Interesting. I grew up in Leonardo. Okay. Which if you've if. I, I, I like to say that I'm from Leonardo, but I mean, people are like weird about it, but I like to say I'm from Leonardo because that's where the Clerks was filmed. Clerks, like Kevin Smith's movie? Yeah, like Kevin's, like Kevin Smith was like Is he from, from, from my hometown. Like he's from Leonardo. That's why I was I'm like, I'm so proud to say that like I'm from Leonardo because Kevin Smith's a fucking legend. He's awesome. He's, I'm a big he, fan of his. Yeah, I mean, I'm any everyone should be a big fan of his. Like yeah. he's just like... Like he's never done anything wrong or like stupid or like be- like he's never like said he, anything. He loves wrong. what he does. Exactly. And he, he's so passionate. He has a rare talent of being able to talk. Like uh he sounds like he wrote an hour long speech with mm-hmm. no like almost like Aaron Sorkin, like no breaks. Yeah. And it'll just be him talking to an audience. Somehow there's jokes perfectly timed he, in and he gave the commencement speech at not the year I graduated. But a oh, year, my man. high school, like one of the years of my high schools, he gave the commencement speech, and he completely just did it off the top of his head. Yeah, it was probably great. He spoke for like eighteen minutes, and they were like, "Oh, like." Yeah. And I remember, like it. in one of his podcasts, he like they like asked him about it. They were like, "Wow, that like who helped you like write that?" And he's just like, "Oh, I just talked." And I was like, "Wow." He's got a weird talent with that. He yeah, I mean, he's just talk. one of those guys. He's just he. I mean, I feel like he was made for a podcast like literally oh, yeah. just his general himself 
is completely suited to just which is what's funny about his character silent bob in those movies well, that he doesn't whole, talk that's it's the just whole, so i know like anti-hero version of him because he could talk for hours yeah, and his wild. character says like no ticket like you know what i mean like he's always it's always some like you know indiana jones line or something yeah, from star, or star wars, wars yep. yeah so, Dan, i didn't know that you were from leonardo mm -hmm. and i didn't know he was either yeah that is wild. He's like a, he's like a, I mean, I think he's a legend just in general, but like in our town, he's like super cool. Oh my God. It's wow. like, you know, it's like if David Hasselhoff goes to Berlin, you know, it's like, yeah. Jeez, man. Um, are you, are you guys here at kitchen set making any, any big plans, any changes when it comes to when this thing all goes away? <sighs> no, I mean, the outdoor seating. I heard, I mean, some we can, doing that. we can, we can have the, the little parklet thing outside till the November 30th. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, hopefully by then we can have people inside, you know, even if it's at just some capacity, you know, we'll have people inside. We'll try, probably try to, you know, if we can't serve people, you know, focus on to go. Yeah. Which, you know, we're still doing the, co the to go cocktails and stuff. So that's the yeah. little prescription. How's that been going? Um, I mean, I'll definitely say like for we were crushing it like crushing it for real oh my god in with the, the popsicles and everything oh in and the beginning that? here funny and i mean i know when i first told joe and Corey, like oh i'm gonna do the popsicle thing they probably thought i was insane because and like i get it like they don't like you don't physically know like what i'm gonna do like you know what i mean it's not like they've seen me do it before so they're like oh he's gonna do that and it's gonna you know it's gonna be fine so like one I mean, not that I'm like, but like I walked here in the rain because it rained that first day and they were like, do you sure? I was like, you sh they were, they even like, they messaged me like, you sure you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, I was like, okay. I was like, I just wanted to like do something. So I was like, Hey, you know, what? if no one shows up, I'll just be like, Hey, the, like the rain sucks. I wouldn't walk outside in the rain either. You know what I mean? So I would, yeah. and I would have just going to do it the next day. We sold out like super fast. And I, Joe I feel was like, I almost didn't get here in time. Yeah, it, like to film you, you yeah, like to you, promote the thing that sold out. Exactly. Yeah. Like I like when you got here, I had like the ones you physically saw were like the only ones we had left at that time. Jeez, dude. Oh, it was crazy. Man. And Joe was here with me and he was like, like, this is awesome. Like, you know what I mean? But like it, it was definitely like in the beginning, especially when you could like walk around and drink. I mean, they definitely kind of tightened the, the the strings on that a little bit because it just turned into a frat party on newark ave but yeah i see it's still um, kind of like that on some friday nights i've seen videos of oh like i mean there was like parties. a rave on newark ave the other day it I was saw it. I saw the video. wild to look at it's like a it dj was, in the street yeah it was nuts giant pa speakers and i was like and i almost want to be like where like where like i was just not that like it's oh like shut them down but like i was just surprised nobody said anything yeah and I just think that just, I mean, it just speaks to like how just people want to do something. People want to be human. It's very yeah. hard for this to, to, to go on indefinitely. It's the, yeah. it's, I think if everyone knew there was a stop date, they'd be like, oh, shit, all right, we'll just do it. But it's this kind of like, if this, if this is never going to end. I'm, I want to I go mean, back it's to a, it's being a, normal. It's a lingering, I mean, that, but that's the craziest thing. Like, this is normal now. I did get to a point where I, it was very hard the first month. And then I kind of, it kind of had good days and bad days. Yeah. And then I noticed after like three, four months, I was like, oh, I'm not as, I'm not as anxious anymore. Cause yeah, I adapted I mean, to this new life. It, I, I, I definitely agree. Especially the first month. Um, I like my dad sent me, sent me this like meme and it was like, uh, 
like the first like week of quarantine and it's this like doomsday prepper like with like crossbows and like cans of food everywhere and i felt like like that was me and then it was just like a month in and it was like randy marsh just like chilling on the couch just like completely like whatever it's funny outside humans are funny how they and especially internet culture because you kind of get an idea what everyone's thinking but like the amount of people who are like the news reel of youtube you don't have to watch the videos you just literally look at the thumbnail words and you can tell what's going on in the world it's insane i love that people when this started the things people would say i'm gonna learn spanish you know i learned sign language I'm good. Did you really? I did. I want to learn sign language. <laughs> you learned it like what? You're fluent sign language? Here, no, no, no. I am not fluent. And I'll tell you, I haven't done it in like three weeks and I'm kind of bad at it again. But like, it, it's so funny. Everyone's just like, oh, I hate those people that were like, oh, I'm going to like bake bread or I'm going to like learn language. Yeah. And I'm just like, I learned sign language. That's <laughs> like, crazy I, though. That's, no, that's a cool one. I'll just say this though. I, it's completely, I, I will say my, my sister, like is, I, I have a niece who is about to turn two. Um, she does sign language. Like, especially like she, like if she went like up, she'll do like, mm-hmm. but like she's taught, like she talks, but it's, I just think it's cool. Like she'll still do it. Cause that's like, that's, that's a really I think it's like a special thing, like sign language, because that's something like if you speak sign language, like you just speak sign language. Like there's like you could be from anywhere in the world. Right. Like you could is be it f- universal like that. Oh, yeah. There's no, not no, no. versions. No, no, no. no. So, it's like sign language is sign language. That's I'm surprised right. about that. I would think in some cultures, maybe there's an offensive say, gesture. They have to change things. You know? Here. I, I mean, here, actually, I take that back. I'm not going to be quoted. Maybe it is not <laughs> universal because I don't want somebody to listen to this and be like, you ignorant fuck. Like you, this is not universal. The, the app I learned from it's, it seemed as if it was like a universal thing. I'll say that. Yeah. It was cool. It I imagine like, for the most part it is. Um, now there's a lot of words in the English dictionary. There are, I have a few favorites, but how, I mean, you can't learn 10,000 signs, right? I mean... No, I mean, and it's... Here, I mean, it's also like there... Is it more like just the usual stuff people talk about? I mean, what I've learned, it's it's kind of like... It's more so like there's like a word for like... Like a swimsuit. You're not saying... Like, you know what I mean? It's like... I don't. I don't even know how to like explain it. Like swimwear is one thing. Yeah. Bathing suits, like ba- swim chunks, yeah, like that's what I'm that. saying. Like, you okay. know what I mean? It's not like... I think there's like one word for like, that's interesting. there's one sign for a few, you know, props to whoever thought of all that smart people, smart people, props to smart people. There's so, you know what, man, between. one day you're going to have someone come in here and they're going to yell at me for saying something wrong about sign language. D- no, that's I what mean, I'm I expecting. Hope not. I was I'm expecting say, on Thursday, some, somebody's going to come in and be like, you're an asshole. That's not how sign language works. I don't have works. enough listeners yet, but. Uh, that'd be messed up. You'd be but surprised. I've told a lot of people I'm doing this. You are? Well, you know what I hope? I hope someone come I hope someone comes in here <laughs> who's deaf. <laughs> no, who's deaf. And you can like Oh, and I can talk to them. Oh, okay. I thought them. you were gonna be, I thought you were gonna say and yells at me. I was gonna be no, like, God, dude, that'd be, dude, so that'd be terrible. But if you could have a conversation about what can I get you in your you know, kind of thing, and it was yeah. awesome, I was just damn the whole bar would be like, Whoa. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't that teach would that. Be, the that would be yeah, that would be like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Coolest thing ever. They yeah. don't teach that. Maybe no, teach no, that. I mean, no, I mean, schools don't even teach that. That's here. That's what I should say. I here. I'll even say my, my mom does this like question of the day thing, mm-hmm. which is just, I think it's cool. And like, it always is just like some of them are hilarious. And like, we see like what everybody answers. One of the things she asked was like, what, like, should they teach in school that they don't? And 
I would say sign language. They should teach people that. It should be, or it should be like an available language you can learn. Like you can teach, you know, you can learn French or Spanish or Latin. I took Latin. Do you think dumbass took Latin? Like that's gonna do that's, anything. For I remember me. people took Latin. Um, my teacher you, loved me because when he asked everybody why they took Latin, they all gave bullshit answers. And they're like, "Oh, I do better on my SATs." And I'm like, "Sure, Tiffany, you're gonna fucking ace your Latin? SATs because you took Latin." No way. Yeah. Okay, but. It was when probably he, cool at the time. When he was, asked me, I was just like, I signed up for classes late, and this was the only one left. And he goes, I really like you because you were the only one that gave an honest answer. That's awesome. And I looked at Trisha or whatever, and I was just like, say, you stupid ass. You're not trying to do well no. in school. People are all full of shit when they're in high school. Um, I had a bad experience in high school. You had a bad experience in high school? Oh, high school was rough The whole time? Oh, yeah. For which reasons? I just got bullied a lot. I was super fat. Not that I'm like, you know. You know the the pinnacle of fitness now, but like I was I was big boy. That's easy sucks. to pick on the fat kid. It got to a point with me where, and here I know it is. I understand what like a weight loss journey means. I completely do, and I know how difficult it is for you know some mm -hmm. people. I'm not like, but looking back, sometimes I'm like, they made fun of the only thing I could change. Like I could not be fat anymore. Right. Like I know there are some people who, unfortunately, they have you know a, you know a, you know a disorder or you know they're you know a diabetic and you know it's hard for them to lose weight or whatever. Which you know I I, I sympathize for them very much so. But I didn't have any of that. I was just fat and I ate when I got stressed out. Right. Which, like I said, riddled with anxiety was just all the time. So I just constantly ate to make myself feel better, and I was fat. It's like all right, just don't just don't eat that third fucking donut. It's a vicious cycle. Um, do you think that bullying in <coughs> high school contributed to the anxiety that you had? Yeah. In a situation like the aviary uh, and things like that. <coughs> you took it through life. Because there's things I've noticed I've taken through life that happened to me when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Like, Why do I still do that? Oh, that's probably why. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, you know. You, Which is crazy because you changed it. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's still. I think I think what what people sometimes like they over they overlook just how like. Just being bullied is shitty. And I know everyone, okay, you know, every, I know everyone had it rough and, you know, everyone, you know, got picked on or whatever. But just here, the fact that everyone got picked on, that's what sucks. Yeah. The fact that you just got picked on for whatever, like literally for whatever reason it is. Oh, you're, you know, you're the ginger or, you know, you're the fat kid or, oh, you're like, you know, super feminine or like, you know what I mean? What? Like They'll find what, anything. What, but yeah, that's the thing. Like they'll just, whatever, whatever little thing that makes you different from them. It's like an instant jab. And that's that's the saddest thing to me. It's not even like, oh, like, you know, I had it harder because I was fat. No, everyone had it hard. Mm -hmm. Everyone got picked on for something. Even like you, like even like Mean Girls, the movie, like they all picked on one of them. You know what I mean? Like even amongst the hot chicks, there's always the one that's like the stupid one that they all make fun of that, you know, never really like is in the picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always just something that people pick on. 100%. And you know what? It, it, it sucks that, that, you know, people get picked on. The people who are picking on them, I mean, they're clearly dealing with, dealing with their own shit. And oh, it sucks yeah. that, like, it's just this re, this circle. It's that a it cycle. Keeps because keeps going it's, and yeah. going of, like. And it trickles down, too. Yeah, and then their kids are like that. And, yeah, you know. People are compensating for it throughout life. And oh, it yeah. It's better. The bully, you know what I'm saying? It's always weird. Like, bullies don't, like, I feel like sometimes, like, I would find it hard to believe if a bully had, like, a really nice child. 
Yeah, I'd love to see it go back. When did this? When did this start? For when, me? No, like a, oh, oh. for a, a bully. How many generations of bullying has there been going on? Your dad probably wasn't that nice. Oh, thousands of years. Yeah, it's too bad. I mean, bullies. I mean, that's just a generic. There's always a bully. There's yeah. always somebody bigger. And there's than a you. spectrum of what a bully, uh, you know, is. People bully so many different ways. It's sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's oh, emotional, and, sometimes and, it's verbal, sometimes oh, it's digital. It, you ever see Bench Warmers? You ever see the movie I Bench Warmers? I know you're, it's that's also Billy Bob, right? No. No, no, no. It's like Rob Schneider and Rob David Spade. Whatever. Regardless. Yeah. But they find out that Rob Schneider was like a bully in high school, and they're all like. Like, especially, like, um, I don't know what his name is. Terry something. He's an actor. Big, like, muscle guy. Terry Crews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah, always, like, yeah. flex his pecs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, to music. And he's, yeah, he's in it, and they're like, how could he bully you? He's, like, half your size, and he was just like, it was all mental abuse. And in my high school, the worst bully was this, like, four-foot-ten girl. And she was evil. She was Evil. Oh my god! And she got in so many people's heads. I don't even want to mention her What was her, her tactics? What were her tactics? She would constantly. Well, first of all, she was really good at starting rumors. She could spread a lie through that school like in forty-five minutes. This girl's going to be in politics now. We're going to have to look it up. See what she's doing now. Is she in PR? Is she in politics, or is she on the real a, world? I know. <laughs> I know. Here, I'm actually going to say I did get a little bit of satisfaction knowing that I found out she was. Um, like a Red Bull girl for a while. I almost want to be like, of course you were. Yeah. And you were probably the bully of the Red Bull girls. Yeah, the you job that lasts like for five years. Until you were the fucking Regina George of the Red Bull girls. I'm sure you were like fucking terrible, but I don't know what she's the doing. Red now. Bull girls. I forgot that was a thing. Did they I mean, ever, I, they've never come in here trying to sell shit, right? That doesn't really happen. Do they still do the Red Bull girls? I don't think they still do that. They drive the mini Cooper with the camera. Oh, no, 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 no. Like I know what that is. That's like, I would drive that little car. Like, the idea of them is fine, but, yeah. like, I don't think that's, like, a. I don't think they do that much anymore. Got it. I don't know, though. I haven't been to, like, the X Games recently, so yeah. I don't know what kind of shit, good point. Know kind of shit they do the whole, anymore. The whole bully uh, thing, that of, like, you know, they really do come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, always. It's wild. I, I remember how <laughs> it was. Um, just still, like, I wish I, if I could, like, talk to the children, I'd be like, just be fucking nice to each other. Just literally realize how shitty the fucking world is just in general. And maybe just for five minutes, like, be kind to one another. That's it. You don't have to be best friends. You don't yeah. have to, you know, think, oh, I'm going to, you know, take this girl to prom because she's so fucking awesome. But you don't have to, like, slut shame her. You know what I mean? Like, just, if you don't like somebody, don't fucking talk to them. I wish there was a way to communicate to kids that the, the more, the nicer you are to people... And you know, you get we, it in return. Th the better you'll be in life. Like I wish they could understand that. You know, hundred percent. Here and I, it just, I'm gonna give a shout out to JD and Chris right now. If they weren't as nice as they were, do you not think? Because it just, it just comes in return. And everybody, you hear everyone talk about how nice they are. Yeah. Oh, they're so they nice. Care. I love. They, they exactly. Really care. But it shows because they're just like happy. Like mm -hmm. they're always like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Anybody that does that kind of stuff, anybody that's like really just kind to people, it comes back. My mother is like the nicest person in the world, and it 100% shows because everybody loves her. Right. Like it, it immediately, like it, it comes back. The world is nicer to you if you're a good person. Yeah. 
And I think uh, it's not enough people subscribe to that philosophy. It's, it's, there's a lot of be ruthless. If you want to get in head, you know, you got to be like this. Nice guys finish last. There's a lot of that. And it, well, yeah, it conflicts Yeah, because social them. media bit makes you think it's just all oh. about, like, you got to set yourself up right. It's so bad. Social media is tough. Like, what is, uh, what is uh, what's his name? Shit. I always want to call him Dan Brazilian. Is that, I don't even Dan know. Dan Bazarian? Is yeah. that how you, how do you say his last it's name? I think Bazarian. Okay. Dan Bazarian. Regardless. He, one thing that like, he, I just kind of weirdly always heard him say, was like, oh, it's all about like setup. And I just never really like, I was just like, what does that mean? Like, dude, look at you and you have a ton of money. Like, is that the setup? Like, if I look like you and I have a ton of money, I'll have your life. Like, what, what is the setup? And then he wrote this little like article and it was how he threw parties. Now I don't agree, like I don't agree like this is cool or anything, but like his idea of setup was for every one guy at the party, there's four girls. He's like, that's the setup. You just put yourself in like better odds in life. And I'm like, that is the craziest, like evil conniving, like sociopath kind of shit. That's like Dennis Reynolds shit. You watch Always Sunny? No. Oh, but one character on it. the guy with the beard? No, that's Rob. Well, that's Mac in the show, but I think uh, Rob McKinley is the actor who plays okay. him. But the, there's one character, Dennis, who is like a sociopath, and he does shit like that like all the time, like sets himself up for success. Is like, yeah, see, the thing is then if when, when people go like, oh, but look, it worked. I, got, I guess I got to do though. that. See, no, well, the the, thing, I'm saying social, is they that's think the thing, it social works. Me, exactly, but they that's the thing because it it's like it's just – it's all that angle of the photo. Look, it's not hard to take a photo like that. Go to go to a Vegas pool party and have someone take a photo of you. Yeah. It looks like you're you're yeah, living you the life. You're the king of the world. Yeah. Not hard to get in. You know, you just buy a ticket and you go in. Now you're around these people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a weird time with social media. How are you? Are you engaged? Yeah. You're engaged. Yeah. I thought so. Mm -hmm. Want to have kids? Should I not talk about that? Because I do have a question about it. No, I mean not. Not right now. Not right now. That's well, what I'll, I'll say. It's right. it's a, you know, never say never. So, you know? but so let me ask. Like, in the in the playing cards right now, no, okay. I, I wouldn't. Well, like um, this question is more of, with what we just talked about. How mm -hmm. how are you how would you feel about social media with your kids and how you want to put them in in this this world is crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine molding someone in this in this world who's getting access to this. It's here. I'll just say it's it's kind of crazy to me because like I'm I'm about to you know I turned 34 in mm -hmm. in February and I, you know I grew up, you know like not like oh the internet didn't exist but like it didn't, it didn't like, not like not like, like when this. I here and especially not like readily accessible to a toddler like my here my niece my niece you know will have my you know sister's phone. My sister's actually really awesome about like not really letting her play with like devices. She lets her That's like good. she makes it's her literally like, like cocaine for kids. Yeah, no, I mean she makes her like read books because she doesn't want to okay, stupid. Can, uh... Um, but no, I was saying my sister's like really good. She like makes her like read books and like play instruments and like do like physical things yeah. that like stimulate your mind. Do yeah. sign language, not like here's a screen, just you know. I don't even know how how a kid would grow up. Like I can't. No, but that, it's I mean so that's so far removed from the way we did it. Yeah, like, but that that's that's what I'm saying. Is just it has to be so weird. I mean, it's weird for me to just think like 
how much information is just that's why kids say are like crazy overstimulated mm-hmm. because they're I, I could I could how much my mind races I could not even imagine being like a little kid right now I feel like my head would blow up yeah like or- there's just so much like everything everything is just so like at your fingertips that it's 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 weird that it just wasn't like that for me growing up. I mean, and I'm not even saying like, oh, like you know, I was like poor or anything. Like we just, there wasn't the internet. Right. You can just Google everything. You know what I mean? It was like. I can't, you know, going back, we were talking about bullying. Bullying sucked when it was just what someone said to you in the hallway or the uh, rumor behind your cyber back. Cyber bullying. It's way worse now. And even when we were kids, cyber bullying was, you know. Started. AAM, you know, MySpace. Inst- inst- yeah, that. MySpace. Now shit. it's like. Oh man, photos can just be shared oh, about yeah. you, feel real or fake. Turn yourself into a meme real quick. Yeah, now yeah. you're the you're the laughing. Now everyone uh-huh. knows. Yeah. Everyone, not just the group that's laughing at no, you. No, it's no, everyone. everyone. Yeah, and then yeah, it's, it's there everyone. forever mm-hmm. kind of thing. Along like, with, whoa, once it's oh, once it's on the internet. It's tough. You're, the good news is there's so much on the internet that no matter what you do, it's gone in a week. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's it's like something the, you new. know, it's like the 24-hour news cycle. Exactly. Like things can only be like a hot button topic for so long because yeah. most people's attention spans are like 35 seconds. Yeah. Drunk Santa at the mall is yeah. only going to trend for an hour, and now it's yeah. back to something else. That's why those Florida man headlines are always funny because you can find like 14 in a day. That's yeah. how quick the news cycle is on yeah. that. You know crack den of a state so that's what i wonder about being a kid in high school right now and and social oh media God. what what is it do you do you oh i can't go to school today because um no. my that photo came out photo of me or i didn't that, get a lot of likes or you that's know another some weird com- one yeah the likes thing yeah that's how you whether you're popular or not in high school is uh yeah there's an actual the number next i to was your just name. gonna say there's an actual physical number now of how cool you can be I have more followers. We had a version. Ergo, I am more cool. So if you're 34 and I'm almost 32, we Uh were in high school at the same time. Uh Uh-huh. Facebook came out my freshman year of high school. Never had one. That's probably good. Still don't. Facebook is, Facebook is like the mark of the beast. It's, and I'm not even, I'm in here, I will, I'm not even going to be one of those like, oh, Mark Zuckerberg's like a lizard person selling our information. Like, no, no, no. Just the people on Facebook. toxic. These mouth-breathing People from the middle of fucking nowhere who like their kids are like running around with AR-15s and they're like, go Trump. Like, that's what Facebook is. And it's it's crazy. The inmates run the prison on Facebook. That's why I don't like it. Yeah. What's really sad about Facebook is that, you know, what are there, two billion people on there now? Last I checked, it was two. It's It's probably three now, right? So let's say say it's the whole planet, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Just say everybody. Let's say it's everybody. You know, Facebook's designed with an, there's an algorithm uh-huh. to show you what oh, you like. An algorithm for everything. For everything. But everything. my algorithm looks different than yours, even if we oh, agree yeah. on the same shit, right? Because there's oh, the stuff 100%. that you talk about that shows up and the stuff I talk about, the things I like and mm-hmm. you like, and there's just like yeah, custom yeah. Yeah, it's like feed that you get. Yeah. So your perspective of everything in the world that's happening is built just for you. Is built for you. Mm-hmm. And mine's built for me. Yep. And the AR 15 toting six-year-old six-year-old yep. that's theirs his and father jethro has a has a very specific algorithm too yeah. that's why none of us is we're never going to be on the same page no there's no way no and it's sad it's just going to get worse it's it's just nothing's real now there no matter what the the mass gen like population of people are always just like they'll always pick on you that's yeah. the thing just it's like bullying in general they you know everyone's just weirdly afraid of something different 
you know, you see it in some like cartoons where they're like, look, he's different. Kill it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just like, it's, it's almost like, it's just how the world has always been. I mean, you even see it in like animal, like animal kingdoms. You know? Yeah. It's actually certain, simpler. You know, certain species of, you know, if a panther runs into a leopard, they're not just going to be like, oh, what's up, bro? You're a cat too? Nice. You know, and like walk away from each other. Not it's going to be like, I'm going to kill that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's nature. That's it. It's like, especially, I mean, with like animals, I mean. It's crazy. We once thought like nuclear weapons was the scariest thing, but you can really just. I think people are the scariest thing. Yeah, oddly you, enough. You, you could take the whole, a whole city down. All you got to do is plant one weird piece of information and, and everyone kills each other. I, I always weirdly, um, there's that really awful Tom Cruise war of the worlds. I mean, oh, yeah, not yeah. that. I, here, I should. With the hear. long legs, those the. Here, I mean, I, <laughs> I apologize to anyone who enjoys the actual like War of the Worlds broadcast that you know Tom Cruise ruined with a movie. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, that weird Tom Cruise movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was completely fake, and people, you know, freaked out about it, and it was like a scary thing, and it was just because they didn't know what those things were. So just here, like that piece of information. Yeah. It was fake. But when that originally came out, like people freaked out. People freaked out. There are people like, you know, killing their kids and shit because they didn't want the aliens to kill them. When that initial broadcast came out, you ever read about that? Wait, you're, what do you, wait, wait, wait. You're not talking about the movie right now, are you? No, no, no. I'm talking about the radio broadcast, War of the Worlds. I heard about this. It yeah. was a joke, right? It, 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 I mean, it wasn't a joke, but it was, it was something they put on as like, Entertainment and yeah, people it was bought into it, right? And people thought it was real. Oh, I heard about this years ago. I didn't oh, know. Oh, it story. was like it was like in the, the, the like I don't know. Wait, so whoa, 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 whoa. People thought aliens are here and they killed their kids? Yeah, because they didn't want the aliens to kill them. Yeah. It was nuts, man. Tell me this was a while ago. This is like some Oh 50s, dude, this was in 40s. like the thirties. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. No, this wasn't like, you know, twenty years ago. This wasn't like, you know, Oh man, I but, could just imagine but it's, that broadcast. It's, but it's but that can just show you how that one bit bit of piece of information. But what I was trying to get to with like the that whole like how you could just control like everybody in the war in the movie War of the Worlds, when the aliens landed, they released what was like it's called like an E bomb. They do the same thing in Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wipes out all the technology. Oh, the cars don't work and all that. I remember that. You do, if you did that to just one part of New York, it would be like the fucking purge. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. No one would know what to do. That's why at least, like, during quarantine, imagine just during quarantine, Amazon was just like, nope, we're good. We're going to post up, too. We're not going to ship you shit, Trisha. You can't get your candles now. Oh, my God. That would have been. It's a weird thought that Amazon would ever stop, right? You almost think about it. Amazon's like the stock market now. It never stops. It can go up or down. You can get your package a week later than you thought, but you're still going to get it because Amazon helps everybody, and your lazy ass doesn't have to go to the store. Oh, man. I had a thought the other day of, like, we have this huge planet. Mm -hmm. What if the whole... Right. The UN decided oh boy. this little area over in this weird part of the world, yeah. this, uh, you know, 500 mile by 500 mile island, or let's call sure. it even bigger than that. Yeah, hey, whatever. You know, you know, an island. You can go there. Mm-hmm. Anyone can go there. Sure. Um, we check you in because we've got to make sure no one from inside's coming out, no one from outside's coming in that we don't know about. But once you're inside this island, okay. there are no rules. 
There are no laws. Yeah. There's no nothing. It's an experiment. It's the you, purge. You can freely go there and live there. If you want to live a life of no laws, no rules, you can do it. There will be no police. There will be no medicine. There will be no anything. It's just another... Ooh. Pretend you're living like you lived 10,000 years ago. The medicine part, though. All of it. None of any of that. You just want to see what would happen. And maybe 20 people would go. Probably thousands would go who want to live this anarchist world. people would go? But if you go, you can't go and come back, kind of come back without checking in and out. It would have to be some oh, sort of, just, can't like, be bringing you can diseases, leave, you know. Over, but I, you can leave. You can leave. It, it's just, um, but they you can absolutely But they need to know leave. you're leaving? They, well, basically the idea is just to stop like a, like a virus or an infection from leaving. But if something starts there, we don't want it getting into the rest of the world. The idea is there's this one spot in the world where I mean, it's I, I think people would be very, very curious of the idea. I also just think it would instantly go wrong oh yeah because just the power aspect i mean if you even if you just look at i mean like some countries like they're so corrupt like the dude that has a mansion that's literally surrounded by like pet hyenas is more powerful than the entire police force like just like you know what i mean like there are some countries where just like a, a cartel or a gang can control everything yeah that's probably what it would be it would, no that's what i'm saying that's what it gangs. would turn into but if you do think about that, though, the weird the weird aspect to it is in places like that, there's still, like, an economy. If you just had, like, a, you know, no rules just right, like, Outback-style shit, you, I don't know, like, would there be enough people to sustain organized crime? Because be organized weird. crime is the anti to, like, having an economy. Right. Okay. I, well, we're gonna launder money through whatever. We're gonna, you know, that probably wouldn't sell be money. cocaine It'd out be of trade. But no. But that's the thing. Like, oh, it would no. just be people trading stuff. You know. It'd you be realize like, that would never work, though. You know why? The second guns became invented, that's when the bartering system just went completely to shit. Because it was, I want your chickens. Well, no. Okay. I have a gun. You have a knife. I'm taking your chickens now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was. It's just whoever has the biggest fucking. You know. So what would happen? That's that's what that's what I want to know. It would just. It would be. It would be anarchy. It would be anarchy. Yeah. I wonder the where it would be in a hundred years though. Who's now in power there? Who's the leader? Have they developed any sort of society? You know, we're we're not talking about. You know, like a like a tribal, you know, nation who is not part of the rest of the world. I'm talking about people who are. Like, like literally, like the like melting us. pot experiment. Yeah, like just let's like, put like let's just... put like a hundred New Yorkers and a hundred Midwest people and fifteen people from Hong Kong and twenty five people from Australia. Oh, I don't think you throw should them like... all there. Well, that no, 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 but th no, but see, then you're controlling it though. Well, if you want literally n literal no rules, it would have to be like you said. You just anyone's anyone allowed go. to go. That's what I, that's what I mean. But it's from all over the world. All different. Well, if languages. anyone can go, anyone can go. But there's no like we're not giving anybody anything. You're just you just got to make it work. I don't, I don't, like, I don't think it would because they, they I, can't go there with computers and guns and all. Have they can't co go there with everything well, they have I don't, have I mean, here. I don't think many people would go if you couldn't like bring your computer and a gun. If I knew I was going to an island where there was no laws, 
I would bring a cell phone and a gun. That would probably be the first two things I packed, actually. Well, it'd be weird. Here's the thing, because we can't we can't have it set up. My location will be turned people. on, and I will have a gun. That will be like the well, one-two combo, and then I'll bring clothes. Right, but you gotta think about. There's all different kinds of people who would do. There might be like a very hippie person who's like, I love the thought of like no, no rules those, in life, no, and I could somebody just like be that without the government. Like a farm. And, yeah. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna go to Purge Island. Well, it wouldn't be marketed at Purge Island. It would just be a. I mean, let's see I don't think you'd have to call it that for people to realize it would be that very quickly. Could you imagine? It would turn into like Pirate Island. Yeah, it'd be Pirate Island, and then it would probably get to a point where it gets so big it can't be stopped. Uh, I mean, if if Pirate Island had like a dock where they could like, I don't know, it might turn into like a port then. Especially if it's an island. People start sneaking stuff in, sneaking stuff I mean, not necessarily out. sneaking stuff in and out, but it, it might be, it could be like a stopping point for like a smuggler at that point. You know what I mean? You stop off, you like, you know, you could pawn a, like some of your stuff to like get, you know, medicine you needed or like, you know, gas up the boat and then you can I would love going. to know what this looked like. I, I really would. It sounds like what things were I like, mean, a, it's, five, like I was gonna say, 400 I mean, years ago I guess, or something. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would be what, you know, a pirate life was like. I mean, you know. Pirate life. Ugh, the ocean's terrifying to me. It is terrifying. Here, I'll, here. I mean, I, I, I would say this. It's not that I'm afraid of water. Like I can swim. I've, always, you know, I've, you know, I'm not like, oh, I'm like not like Michael Phelps. Like I'm not gonna do laps, but like I can swim. I'm not gonna drown. Right. It's what's in the water. Like I've, I've, I've said this for years. Like if you ask any of my family, they always think it's like funny when I say it. Like when I wake up and there's a great white shark in my backyard that's when I'll start like fucking about in the ocean. Cause I'm like, okay, you're going to mess with me. I'm going to go in there too. Like I'm going to go, I'm going to go in your backyard then. But I mean, we know more about Mars than the Marianas trench. Yeah. Think about that. I mean, yeah. literally there is, it, there is an unconceivable amount of the ocean that not one human being has ever seen. Yeah. It's creepy. And that's, do you think there's a giant, giant creatures that we've never even... Here, I'm just going to say this. Whatever is down there, scientifically, I, I would always... I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I just... I'll think like a scientist in this, in this specific, like, case. Any creature down there would survive long enough to become very large. I mean, most sea creatures... I mean, even, a, you know, a goldfish. If you put... A bait, like, you know, if you bought a goldfish and you filled a pool, like an Olympic-sized pool with water and you, you know, fed it, that goldfish would get huge. Right. Goldfish would be the size of, like, a beagle. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you can see it. Like, people have done it. Any sea creature that, you know, would get big. I don't know if these big, like, megalodons still exist. I don't know. Because, but it's also the thing. I don't, I don't think they don't exist. They might be. There might be a fucking shark down there that's the size of Texas. We don't know because no crazy. one's, but Ooh. no one's gone down there. Right? Did that's you hear about the uh, the great white shark that was tagged and they were they were following it and it, it disappeared? It got pulled deeper than it ever been pulled before. Yeah, and just disappeared. Something ate it. Oh man, is that? Scary. But something ate it. Here, I yeah. mean, it's probably giant, a squid. Here, I mean, giant squids. I think that's even more proof that like that idea is very mm -hmm. possible. You know unbothered, no human contact. If you're the biggest predator around, you're going to survive a really long time. You know? Yeah, they've found, they've found squids with, you know, 60, 80 foot long tentacles. And they're like, wow. But in my mind, 
those are the ones that were little and got scared that they were going to get eaten and decided to go up because when you go oh, up, you're the, so scary. you're the bigger one then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how the ocean works. The deeper you go down, the bigger the shit gets. There's always a bigger fish. Literally, that is just like facts. There's always something bigger than something else in the ocean. And I think the ones we find, because most of the time they're dead, I think they get wounded by a giant one and they're like, fuck this noise. And they go up thinking they're going to survive and then they don't. And then they float, and we find these ones with eighty foot long tentacles. You know, but the one that was going to get it was had like three hundred foot long tentacles. Yeah. you know. You saw? Did you see the video of David J James Cameron goes down to the bottom? He goes like thirty four thousand feet in this one person tube. <sighs> yeah. Did I you this, do that? I, oh, absolutely. How much money? How much? How money? much money? To go thirty four thousand feet down a little little tube metal tube. It takes like whatever four hours down four hours up whatever it is i don't know i would say this if you guaranteed me literally if you guaranteed me that my niece would never have to work a day in her life i would do it that's it though there is no there is no physical number like oh five million dollars nope nope i just i just couldn't my heart would like i, I just it, it, like it would physically like kill me like, I just could not even imagine. I couldn't even imagine getting in the tube. As soon as the tube hit the water, I'd be like, nope, I'm out. I'm that's, out. That's, nope, that's, nope, yeah. nope. Yeah. Oh, I could not do it. Like one little puncture of the glass. Like you hear that. You're dead. And then <laughs> You're dead. There's, it is physically incapable for them to bring you up fast enough I think you for would, you to I think survive. if anything happens to the, to the like, integrity of they the cut hole, it. isn't it like. They cut it. They let you, you sink. Like, squashed in like a millisecond. Doesn't it like <gasps> Less than a second. cave in? Oh, my God. Yeah. That tu that why tube, do we do this stuff? I don't tube, know why we do this stuff. That tube turns into a box as big as this little bottle. Yeah, why do we do it. that? I don't what, get because, it. I don't know. Because James, Cam James Cameron just like loves being that guy. Like we could really have the greatest lives and not explore any new stuff. Besides like medicine and you like, can you be know. a very very happy individual and live a really long life yeah. and not adventure to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, I mean, you don't need. Like that's I almost like sometimes I want to say like here I mean for a scientific aspect I mean that's that's amazing and yeah let's find everything let's let's discover every little floating creature down there I'm not gonna be the one doing it but they do it I mean they even like they're uh, one of the astronauts from NASA not I mean not one of them like a crew they went like they were like 200 feet deep for like two weeks. Because you know, if you go like scuba diving, you come up real quick, the nitrogen in your blood, you get the bends and you like, you can like kill you. Yeah. Well, if you just stay down there, the nitrogen just builds and eventually your blood is like nitrogen rich. But if you don't come up, you're fine. And then you have to go in this like little chamber and like you kind of like, yeah, release I heard about it this. out. Yeah. I mean, but, but I mean, you can see interviews with them and they, like the one guy was just like, oh yeah, like one time I was like, you know, I went to swim to the bathroom and like I saw a giant grouper and it was like 15 feet long and probably weighed a good six, 700 pounds. And I was like, and that's, that's the thing that doesn't want to hurt you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the well, passive <laughs> animals are that big. The aggressive as fuck ones are no. I'm and I get it. Like, you know, way worse things, you know, kill people than sharks. And like, I understand like but a like, poisonous thing, you know, tiny little poisonous thing. But you're going in the water. Like anyone that gets attacked by a shark, I can empathize for you, 
But I'm like, you went in the water. That shark didn't jump on land and come at you. No surfing for you. Oh my God. The idea of surfing is terrifying. Really? Because you're just stuck. In, you're, you, well, one. I just, did it once. I the, loved it. Like, just the waves in general can kill you. I mean, a, a, big, a big wave will smash your face into the ocean floor yeah. and you're dead. There's rocks. There's poisonous shit on said rocks. You can, it like, oh, I was, you know, walking and I stepped on a sea urchin and my whole, the right side of my body went numb and I had a stroke and my buddy had to swim and grab me. Like, It's a terrifying what? place. So, so, so here's, the, here's your, uh, we'll, we'll end it on this. We'll end it on this. Mm -hmm. You get two options, all right? Okay. You can either uh, go down to the bottom of the ocean in that tube. Okay. Or you got to work back of the house at Alenia, at Alenia or uh, Aviary for the rest of your life till the day I'd, you die. I would jump in that tube. Get out of here, dude. Because yeah. <laughs> you know what? Oh, yeah. man. I I do one time in the I, tube to the bottom and up. Yeah, I do genuinely <laughs> feel like if I were to just like be like, well, I'm in it. Like an hour in, you'd have to calm down eventually. Well, it gets darker and darker and darker and. But here, but this is also the thing. You hear a noise. You're like in something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, like J J James Cameron wasn't like. I hope this holding works out. a thing with a trident, like trying to stab stuff as he was going down. Like it's like it's like a research vessel. So like I I I feel like I'd probably get over it, but I'm just afraid of the stuff in the water. James Cameron didn't have to deal with sea creatures, right? In his in his journeys, it would suck if there was one like 30 feet away. He never knew that the one of the biggest things in the ocean just kind of well, that's also by in the background. I mean, if they're not hungry, they're not just gonna come at you. That's see, that's even the scarier thing about fish. Like or just like aggressive sea creatures, it's like the luck of the draw. Like if they're hungry, you're dead. It could be the scariest, biggest thing in the ocean, and if they're not hungry, they'll just watch your little ass float by and be like, "I could eat you." You know that? Yeah. Like they'll like they'll look at you. Sharks are like you if you you in a, if you go in an aquarium, and you see those like sharks swimming in a circle, they'll look at you. Yeah, with the with the like completely black eyes, uh -huh. no light and behind you, it. Here, like I was accustomed to, like like my cats. Joe Rogan actually like has a funny like little stand up bit about this with his cats. Like, oh yeah, if a know. cat looks out the window and sees a squirrel, whether that cat's ever been outside or not, it gets this like. Uh -huh. I remember. Yeah. He always goes like, like I remember the old way. <laughs> yeah, and like he like. This, like, my cats do it, too. Yo, especially the little one, he'll see a squirrel, and you see him, and he, like, he'll, like, buck it's up like, at the, the window, that? and he, like, you can see it in his eyes. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, get you. Isn't that wild that he does that with that, but not you, when he's probably a descendant of something that probably ate you? Yeah, that's fine. I mean... He doesn't see I you do, and go like. Oh. It's, here, I mean, I we used to. I like you. my cats because I just think they they genuinely understand. Like they, they not like they need me to survive, but they do. I mm -hmm. mean, like I clean them, I change their litter, I give them food and water. If I removed all of those things, what? That's what I'm saying. Like I think mm -hmm. they know that. That's why I think most pets are like okay with like owners. Yeah, because they just know like. Well, the ones okay. that the ones that know what's going on. Yeah, the like okay, tends like, to not this person feeds me. Yeah, but uh, you, dude, you go to an aquarium, 
and you can see it. That shark, it gets that like, you come in this water, and I'm gonna get you. Yeah, like, that's that it, that like, thing doesn't know what's going on. No, because, because that's also the thing. They're weird. Like you, I mean, that's like that's the most like evil thing about SeaWorld. Like these poor animals, like they they can't go back. Yeah, that's why that was like the saddest thing about them. Like it wasn't like you could be like, oh, rescue Shamu. Shamu, like, as sick and sad as it is, like, Shamu would have died if they put him back into, like, captivity. Mm -hmm. They don't know. Like, they lose. Yeah. guess what happens? So you happen to people, too. People lost, like, social skills during COVID because they got trapped in their houses and they didn't know what to do anymore. Well, that is what I keep bringing this up. I brought it on the first episode of the podcast, and I'd love to your opinion. You said high school was tough. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know. But relatively, remember, I'll, rem- say, I'll say it relatively just because I, right. yeah, well, I like, dealt with that shit. High school is a very specific time where a lot of shit happens for the first time. Yeah. You kind of yeah, learn yeah. how to deal with it or who you are and what you like and what you don't. And there's a lot of people who like learn how to talk to a girl for the first time then or build their core group of friends right mm-hmm. there or figure out what they like and don't like. Yeah. Um, imagine going back and just removing a year of that. And who knows, it could end up being two years. So imagine moving two years of that. Yeah. The, the years you learn how to socialize mm-hmm. and how to go hi yeah. in person. Mm-hmm. And now you're, now it's a hundred percent internet. Yeah. So like, as your, your brain is kind of figuring out who am I, this human thing and how I'm going to go through life. And it's not about being around other people. I mean, what I actually feel bad about is the people who were supposed to go away to college. Mm. Cause high, here, I mean, I'll say it relatively. Yes. I had like a rough time in high school, but like whatever I survived and I'm a good person. Um, college is a huge, I think, like time in your life where you learn how to be like an adult. Yeah. And that can really set you up. And especially kids who are like, I'm finally going to like, you know, kind of be on my own. I'm going to like, you know, move to wherever I'm going to, you know, be at college now. Like, oh no, you're going to stay home and you're going to do it all online. That's, it's the worst. That's where yeah. you, that's where all the baggage falls off when you go to yeah. college. All the shit that you've been called, hey, hey, kind of ginger or whatever, it goes away. Now there's just a there's a ginger association at your college, right? You know what I mean? It's like there, yeah. you go there and everything's new and welcome. Col- col- college is definitely a time where you can find like like minded people. Like minded people. Yeah. Or or people don't care enough to bully you in college. Just, you're not really worth the time. It doesn't well, make sense. Just, oh, I don't see you every day. Why would I? Why would I? Yeah, it's, you, I know? mean, it's easier. It's it's much easier to like leave people alone in college. I feel. High school, you're just like stuck with each other, especially nowadays. They're like prisons. They don't yeah. let them outside or anything. It's like a weird lockdown kind of shit. I, I mean, when they were in school, yeah. now they're home. But yeah, I mean, I don't know much about high school anymore. I can't imagine what it'd be like while. to be on my f- have a phone in my pocket that I'm addicted to while I'm sitting through a class. It was hard enough without a distraction like that. Uh, yeah. I didn't want to be there. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. I just want to get out of this class. But now yeah. I got something in my pocket with all the entertainment that, yeah. in the world. Yeah. And I'm, I get detention if I pull it out. Uh-huh. So I'm doing that kind of like you you're looking weird, down. Like side eye. Yeah. yeah. You, you pretend you're looking down. Yeah. You know, you're you're writing. And you test on the table. Anyway, dude, this was fun. Yeah, man. Isn't this a good you. time? Yeah. Dude, yeah, you yeah. got to get you got to get something like this. Right, you fun. could be doing episodes about anything. anything. I feel like I didn't talk about anything specific today, which was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I don't want these to be like. Let's talk Scripted. about bar- yeah. bartending and nothing else. You yeah. know, it starts that way, and it's always great. But dude, we talked about Santa and Santa. social media and Santa the private island and Santa and sharks. Santa and bullying were the, the that was good. Dude, that's the good stuff. That's what people want to know. Yeah, yeah. 
Not no, I had fun. Thank you. This was a this was a blast. Of course, dude. This is this is even better than the first. If you ever you want to do it again, I'm always. I think I'm gonna break it up into two because we don't have video for for. Yeah. Dude, I mean, we've been talking an hour and a half. So is this is this how uh, how can people listen to this? Because I need to I need to tell a bunch of people how to yeah, listen. Yeah, it'll be on Spotify probably like within a day or two. Okay. I just have to edit it. I have to cut yeah. you know, a couple little things out. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna <coughs> I'm gonna put the intro in. Um. And, uh, you know, I got to figure this out if I'm going to use like a 30 minute version on YouTube and then mm-hmm. they get the whole hour 20 on Spotify. It'll yeah. be on Spotify. Okay. Um, I just look up the backyard. You just look up the backyard right. and nice. I'll come up with a title and exactly. it'll be like, I don't literally make it seem so hard. It'll be like Santa Claus, this and this, yeah. you know, we talk, <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Alenia, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, Aviary. Santa, Santa Claus. Come up with and- a punchy title. Santa Claus and fancy restaurants. Yeah, the purge. The pur the purge island. The purge island deep Santa sea Claus. creatures. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Don't talk about deep. Anyway, man, this was cool. Thank you. All right, I guess that's it. Yeah. You sign off. Yeah, signing off. Oh, uh, if you want to know more about Raymond Keen, his Instagram is uh, Raymond Keen seventeen fifty one. I uh, I work at Kitchen Step, so if you have any any questions or concerns, you can contact me via Instagram. He's the best bartender, which is also just known as a bartender. Bartender, yeah. All right, man. Talk to you soon. All right.